0: Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell, and Paul Woodman.
1: Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. It's quite a lot going on, actually, Tiff. It's quite exciting. It's getting super exciting because uh, the Formula One season is not far away. But there's plenty to look at, to look at today, including the Formula One cars. They've all revealed their liveries. <laughs> They've all been on the catwalk, showing off, modeling their uh, new look for 2023. Um, FIA, a little bit of controversy with them, as every week it seems to be. NASCAR, of course, uh, the single-seater series comes to a bit of a conclusion. Um, so yeah, there's 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 lots to talk about. Let's let's should we kick off with this Formula One catwalk because every single <laughs> every, every single manufacturer has now shown their cards, and there is a common theme. Do you know what that common theme is? Uh, Black, maybe? (laughs)
0: Yes. There's
1: lots of black going
0: on. And do you know why there's lots of black going on? Well, it's obsessive weight saving. I mean, the trouble is, even if they can make the cars down to the weight limit, they still want to be under it so they can put extra weight to the front or the back. They actually like to be below the weight limit. They can then bolster it up. So they're they're just becoming obsessed. So half the cars seem to be just carbon fibre. You can colour carbon fibre. I wonder if coloured carbon fibre is probably more heavy than the Kevlar special mixes they have, but um, I'm sure they've got the lightest carbon fibre. Yes, they're all black. And, of course, in a way, with Mercedes, it's quite apt in a way because then they, they were saving weight back in the 1930s to become the Silver Arrows when they took all the white paint off because they, were, they actually had a maximum weight limit back then of 750 kilograms, so you actually had to be under... A certain way, so above it, isn't that funny? Amazing. They discovered they were just over it, so they, they peeled all the white paint off their Mercedes and uh, appeared for the race the next day, in silver, and then they became the Silver Ares. Well, that's that's the lovely folklore story, but of course, there are people out there. If you look on the internet, there'll be geeks out there, like, oh no, actually, it was already. <laughs> And maybe, maybe that wasn't the real story. Maybe they were silver arrows before they took the paint off, or after they took the paint off. But I'm I don't care to if the they nice were stories. or not. I prefer no. your story.
1: Your story yeah. is a very good one. And in terms of coloured carbon fibre, you can indeed Pagani are pioneers of that. Um, but you can't get really bright colours with coloured carbon fibre unless that's changed as well. But certainly, uh, back in the past, if you wanted to. A purple, for example, it was always quite a deep purple. You could never get that bright, those sort of luminous colours. That yeah, that you good see band. a lot of. Yeah, deep purple, very good band. <laughs> um, favourite <laughs> car, favourite and worst
0: car because we haven't got. Time well, to yeah, really go we're to going it. Okay, we'll go through. Okay. I was looking at the books, but I look at car cars it annoys me. I think they should get together. FAF yes. if, if, if we do something. It should be uh, in championship order. You have the pick of your main colour, so you sort of go down the. It's like when the cars are coming straight at you. Is what I was trying to tell. Which is which. And now that's becoming harder <laughs> and harder. Of course. Because we will look at two in particular. <laughs> well, we'll start with the Hass and the Alpha Tauri. So they've now both got white central colours with black wings. So they look very similar, except. Well, hang on a no, 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 They haven't got black. Sorry, wings, sorry, red, red, wing, red wings. Red wings. Red wings. They've both got red wings. But the Alpha Tauri's got a black front nose. But again, we're looking straight at it. It'd be very hard to tell a Hass from an Alpha Tauri. So, there, yeah, I don't think so because that that red front. So, for those of you who
1: haven't seen it, the Alpha tower has got a big black curve uh, front wing diffuser, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the Haas is quite, I think, is uh, it really stands out with that red front. There's
0: they're completely different. I don't know what you're Whoa. talking about, actually. Red rear, red rear wings. They both got red rear wings, which is a yeah. bit, I mean, in a traffic jam, you don't see the front wings as easy as the rear wings in the main bodywork. Yeah, and then worst of all, worst of all, perhaps is the Ferrari and the and the Alfa Romeo. I
1: mean, they no, are, they look nothing like. No, now now you are on cloud Kilmer.
0: They look on. nothing like. No. I am talking coming down to the first corner head on. They both got red central, black rear wings, black front wings. Okay, viewers and listeners, if you
1: haven't seen this already, the Alfa uh, the um, uh, Alfa Romeo has this beautiful red stripe down the centre. Everything else is black on the car, and the Ferrari. Guess what? Is all
0: red, so it's completely different.
1: You not looking it,
0: at the front. Looking <laughs> We're not at doing the a front. Like you, are we? But no. But then when they come <laughs> down to the first corner, that's when I
1: can't see them. God, it's and got a d- black rear wing and a black front wing, and it's and got a black red on the sides. Okay. Black. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see about that, shall we? And plus, I know what you mean. The, and plus, a Ferrari is famous for having very minimalistic um, logos and sponsors. It's got very classy. Whereas the Alfa Romeo has got logos plastered okay, every okay.
0: single inch of the car. Yeah. All, All right, right think... I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, I'll give you the Ferrari. Which looks better than the Ferrari or the Alpha? Oh, that Alfa Romeo looks. Oh, sensational. okay. Oh, it looks oh, great. Good. So <laughs> think the cap. What about, look... you? What about what? you? What about you? What about you? Alpha. Yeah, or Ferrari? I, I prefer the Ferrari. I like the black and red on the oh. sides. You know, a bit more. You know, <laughs> Red Bull. Red Bull bits are pointing, Just the same. Boring. Much same, same. Couldn't see Boring. much difference. Um, I well, say boring, I it's a great livery, it's a fantastic livery, but it's just it's old now, isn't it? It's just boring. Yeah. Um, the disappointments, I thought the Aston Martin, not no change really. The the green locker. I I
1: yeah, but that's cool, that's a colour.
0: I think it's a yeah. I think it's a funky looking car, I gotta say. JCB. It's quite a it's quite a black green, I'd point out. Quite a black <laughs> green. So when you look at the black wings, front and rear. <laughs> and the biggest disappointment, though, because there we are, Williams. Williams have got golf sponsorship this year. Gosh, the Williams is going to look great in those magnificent pale blue and orange colours. Going to be and it's dark blue with black no wings. Golf. I don't think there is a single Stick golf it. logo on that. Yeah, there is a logo is logo in the middle of the nose and a tiny one right. of the, the towards the back wheels. Okay, so that yeah, was a the- big disappointment.
1: And I didn't so, realize um, Williams something I only just noticed again, viewers and listeners. If you haven't seen it, have a have a look. But and and people will be shouting at their screens or their uh, <laughs> headphones. But the Williams has always had this Duracell battery on the air intake yeah. uh, above the driver. I never noticed that until this year. So uh, nor nor, two nor did I. Nor did
0: I. <laughs> Don't tell Duracell. Don't tell Duracell. <laughs> it was a waste of time.
1: <laughs> absolutely so mclaren what do you think of that one there's a lot going on with the mclaren car so it's black now the primary color is black still has the famous mclaren orange there's a lot going on
0: it's my winner that is the winner of my Ooh. catwalk i mean again looking straight at it you hardly see any black because you've got a magnificent orange or papaya rear wing you've got orange top of the cockpit. Um, yeah, it looks stunning. And round the sides you have got blue, haven't you? And bits of blue and black and I, I think that's fantastic. See, oh, I think it looks that, like a racing car.
1: It does look a racing car, but I you surely that new Mercedes is just spectacular. You you'd be a brave it's, man to bet against that. All woman or, or it's whatever you just,
0: just black. It's just it's black. Not, it's it's got a got blackest t- turquoise t- stripes. That, it's got the turquoisey yeah. blue. Is that turquoise there? Blue? What colour would you call it? We've I mean, got little stripes. Yeah, it's
1: uh, more green. It's the Patronus um, colour. So Patronus, Patronus the, the oil company, it's their colour for their for the logo. Marmite,
0: the Marmite one must surely be, and it definitely stands out in the crowd. It's the Alpine. Oh. The blue top, the pink, pink BWT, um, you know, pink wings. I mean, that will certainly, you'll, you'll see that one when it comes down to the first quarter. Do you like that? That was a bit too mm, pink and blue that, for you. That's my loser,
1: actually. So Red Bull, actually Red Bull will be my loser because Red Bull have done nothing... To, it's just the same old, same old, but um, red Bull will be ninth, and the Alpine will be 10th on my,
0: on my wish list, on my not so wish list. How about you? When I got Williams down the bottom for disappointing that I, I'd ever that's a, just because Aston, you're so disappointed not to get the golf livery. The no, it's just Oklahoma a dark blue. blue. It's like when <laughs> so, I mean, Aston Martin are a very black green, and Williams are a very, very black blue, so they almost look black. Too much, it's like touring cars. They should get together. Alan Gow, who usually <laughs> is very good at promoting his sport, I think last year we had about six or seven or eight black cars, you know, and all coming down to the first quarter together. That's why I say team championship order. You get the first pick of your main color, and it was you know, it was a bit like <laughs> that with the Caterham
1: racing, wasn't it? The, the, the black, there the, the sort of uh, two or three primary uh, yeah, liveries that went for. Yeah. but yeah, but Iskin ISK designs Iskin. Or if you want your car designed, any car, not just a Caterham, uh, he's your man. Uh,
0: so uh, hit me up if you need his, his details. Where's McLaren in your list then? That's way out top for me. I think that's just stunning looking. It's, it's got to be yeah. up in your top three, hasn't it?
1: It is. It is top three. So for me, it'd be Mercedes. Then I would go with you. Oh, no. I t- no, no. Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo is stunning. Oh, yeah. You said Alfa Absolutely.
0: Like
1: Alfa, McLaren, Mercedes, and I do, that's it. That's that's my top three. Your top Not three. in that order, basically, <laughs> but that is my top three.
0: And your top three, now, just for confirmation, please. Uh, my, I was going to be McLaren, uh, Alpine, just because they're going to stand out in the crowd. Uh, <laughs> my third, I don't know who I put third, probably the Ferrari.
1: Oh, <laughs> so boring. You just, well, I've just lagged off Red Bull for being the same, same Ferrari, being the same for
0: generations. Ferraris have to be red. Nobody else should be allowed red. Cars. I suppose Alfa Romeo historic were red as well, but uh, Ferraris have to be red. They have the stamp of red authority. That's it. Okay. Tip says they've got to be red, so they've got to be red. <laughs> anyway, they're all out on track. Now, maybe they look better or worse when they're on track. On what Thursday? Yeah, Thursday I think, or is it Friday? I've got it written down Offering. somewhere. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They'll be on the track. Hopefully, we'll get some film of it. I was interested. I should look at a slight look ahead, not a big in-depth one, maybe. But I was quite surprised. I added it up this morning. It's obvious, but there's six new driver pairings, all those turnarounds of seats, quite surprised me. I thought it was only four. And then I looked around, well, it's five. And like, Well, it's six. So how do you think, I shall quiz you now, the new lineups. Do you think Fernando Alonso will be quicker than Lance Stroll? Start with uh, a tricky one. Um, let me think about one. That one.
1: Yes, uh-huh. but Lance Stroll, we've said it many times, he's actually, a, he's turned out to be a
0: very, very good driver, but of course Alonso's going to yeah. be, so. be better. Um, yep. uh, another easy one maybe, Alexander Albon against the uh, good American rookie Logan Sargeut. Yep, Albon, um, no question. Now we get to the tricky ones now, all tricky really. How about Kevin Magnusson against Nico hang, Hulkenberg? Hang on, hang on, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 let's go back. If we want to get the not-so-tricky ones out of the way first. Surely we go Red there, next.
0: There aren't any more. No new. They're not a new. They're not a new pair. of oh, new, new? Okay. New, yeah, okay. New. okay. Do listen. Do listen. This quiz. <laughs> I said six, not the whole flipping field. I'm <laughs> just on, talking then. about the new ones. So now the trigger: Kevin Magnussen against Nico Hulkenberg.
1: Oh, that is tricky. Oh no, no. I am so on the fence. You, you. I'll let you answer this one. I'm going Kevin. I'm going Kevin. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll go. I'll he's, go. He's He's been in the car for a couple of years, and he's a bit young, but he's a bit more yeah, on it all the time. Whereas I think Nico might not. Um, Nick de Vries going up against Yuki Sonoda. Nick de Vries, no question. Yuki's been there yeah.
1: for many, many years, and he's he's much more experienced. But Nick de Vries has got the pace. We know that.
0: Yep. I agree with you. I think you're right. Well, then maybe that'll be the closest one of of not being obvious. And then finally. Um, Probably the most um, interesting one uh, is Esteban Ocon against Pierre Gasly. These Frenchmen that hated each other for some reason from several years ago. Um, I, Will Gasly upset Ocon? I don't know whether
1: it's because they're French. <laughs> I don't really want to either. But I, as a person, I've slightly prefer Gasly, so I'm going to go yeah. to Gasly. Okay. And you? is not the last one.
0: It's not the last one. I think Gasly. I th- I'm, I'm, I'm a big Gasly fan. I think he's. Yeah, um, he's- Good he's, he's, he's had a bad car for a few years. And he had the, you know, you obviously went get Verstappen. You know, he had the promotion too quickly. Maybe the Red Bull, and then and he got kicked out too quickly. I think by Red Bull. He Blue. did. Like they not give him Allen, a chance. Really. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I forgot. How good do you think Oscar Piastri is going to be? Wait, wait, wait. Lander? Just on the on that Ocon
1: thing. I just, I don't know. He, there's something about him, and you just, you wouldn't rely on him if, if. Uh, if push came to shove, you just, he's out there for himself, <laughs> nobody else.
0: But himself. Well, like with like, to... Fernando, yeah, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't hold back against Fernando, did he? Even though Fernando was sort of the senior member of the team, you know, talent-wise. But um... one prediction I will have is that there will be at least one coming together between those two this year. Well, don't remember him. It was him and who were in the Pink Panthers? Him and Sight? No, who was Ocon continually crashing against? Oh yeah. gosh, in the Pink Panthers, that colour yeah. Sainz. Was it? What's kind of thing it was? No, I don't know. We, we should both know this off the top of our head. Oh, it was about four years ago. That's a long time yeah. for me to remember. But it um, was permanently... <laughs> no, it was it was, Sergio. it was Sergio Perez. Perez, of course, of course it was. Of course. And they were just hitting each other on every <laughs> topic race. So anyway, so we all look forward to that. It's now warming up. I should get And it would never be either of their
1: faults, by the way. It certainly won't be awkward. No, they're not.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's so get the 60... back to... Pairing. That's it. That was it. That was Lando, yeah. Lando over Piastri. But I can't see Piastri. Um, he'll get close, but I can't see him upsetting Lando, to be honest. No way. Lando but is maybe, quality. Maybe towards the end of the year. I mean, it's no. I an mean, Oscar. Hasn't, he hasn't raced anything for a year. You know, it's so hard these kids that all this and stuff, but uh, there's nothing quite like actually being in a car.
1: Well, I like that. That's a good little quiz. Well done.
0: Moving um, on to the. Yes. Go on. Sorry, Lewis, what?
1: No, 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 I you was going to say my guys. prediction. My, my only thought uh, last year was um, Lewis George, that Lewis would beat George, and I was wrong with that as well. So well, I was wrong with all of them, to be honest. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> come on, carry on. Yeah, just the rules, the FIA, the AFRA has weekly bulletins to embarrass the FIA. They've they finally now come out after saying that we're going to gag everyone for any political views, and then uh, Dominic Kali from the Formula One drivers said they're going to say whatever they want to. They've now written a rule. This is what the FIA do. You remember last week we talked about the, the regulations for changing the weight from 798 to 796, not 795. Anyway, they have now written Article 1221N, small n, of the ISC, which I think is the International Sporting Code. Uh, you are free to express your beliefs outside of the ring, but but not in specific times like on the track, on the podium, or in the drivers' um, press boxes, and anything you want to do in those times, you have to seek permission on issues four weeks before the race. You have to put in your written application for what you want to say or have written on your on your clothing. So it includes, like for example, um, uh, uh, the the rainbow helmet, right? What's his name? You know, Hamilton's rainbow helmet. So yep. that he would have to, he'd have to write that in four weeks before the event to say, "Wow, of, oh no, yes. wow. So, right, so, what, what, so what happens? You know, uh,
1: God forbid, there's sure to be some sort of death this year. Somebody uh, over the years <laughs> been associated with Formula One. What happens then? Because they often <coughs> tribute helmets. Yeah, tribute helmets. I know. I don't know what's been. Oh, Good it's got it's gone a bit crazy, hasn't it? <laughs> like a
0: naughty little schoolboy, you turn up with the wrong it's clothes, just the wrong a, name. No, Rule book gets bigger and bigger and bigger, you know. It's like it's like we're talking about, in you know, UK motorsport. You know, there's track limits. You know, with one inch off, and oh gosh, rules, <laughs> rules, rules, rules. Well, let's so go let's, to let's some proper forward. racing, shall we? NASCAR, NASCAR. Mm. Did you it wasn't up the best. I did indeed stayed up until the one third, no, twelve thirty this morning because um, I've been trying to get everyone to watch. It wasn't the best Indy, Indy 500, Daytona 500. It, I mean, we went over half the race with just no incidents. They weren't even going three wide. They, the trouble is it's a bit like Formula One and everywhere. Cars are too reliable now. Uh, yeah. Drivers are too experienced. You don't get any wild children in the vents. You know, so everybody's settled There's nothing in really in between. And, be- nothing between them really no. is there.
1: I mean, you, you, no, of course, just, you get slightly better, but...
0: I and mean, there were people moving up through the field, even though the front runners just all stayed too wide for about two hours. Um, I mean, Jimmy Johnson was one of the good stories because he's doing a one-off race. And, uh, of course, he's racing that NASCAR at Le Mans in June and is uh, fully retired. But he came out from 39th, got up to the top six. So there were people working up through the through the thing that you could see going on. But he only really kicked off, as I said, was this one crash just before the end of the second stage, which, um, again, you... Because you know that they're so close to disaster, even though it's boring for two hours, but they're all doing two hundred miles an hour, just nudging and pushing, and you know that one slightly bad nudge, then you've got this huge crash, and that's what happened before the end of the second stage. I forget it was pushing. Tyler Reddick uh, got pushed in the in turn before the corner, and couldn't hold on to it, whammed the wall, and took out uh, Chase Elliott, one of the other stars. And then the race went all back on. It looked like it was going to be a Ford. There was a Ford one. It's so frustrating, I think, for some people. Because Brad Kozlowski has now got his own team for Fords so, and his teammate, um, Chris Boucher. They were working together at the front, front two. Six yep. laps to go, the Daytona 500. This is it. team's going to have a one-two. And then um, I think it was Daniel Suarez spun on his own. So got the yellows come out. And then you're down to four laps to go. And the, the green-white checkers coming up and the restarts and... The restarts all get crazy. Um, and there what was makes restart. the restarts crazy? Well, because everybody's all, you know, they're all back right together and there's an accelerated to yeah. zero. So there's a lot of pushing. And if you don't get pushed, you, you try to go backwards quickly. Uh, there was a wreck quite soon. I mean, four laps to go, there was a wreck that took out about another 10 cars. <laughs> and then how,
1: so, how did they restart and- in
0: NASCAR? So, so, we know Formula One or,
1: or most racing we're familiar with, safety car, or they don't call it a safety car, they call it a pace car. Or, Pace, pace car. Car. so that comes off and then who sets the pace then until what corner is it well the leader so the
0: leader but also they've got this new thing where now on the lap before the restart you choose which side you start so you choose a lane now which is quite interesting because tactically you know you'll have your he- teammate will choose to go behind you for the restart because the big thing on restart is getting a push from the word go you want someone on your bumper pushing you um and it was, I think, under which crash. I think it was just before that crash that uh, Kyle Larson, the five. Number 5 had come right to the front. And he'd got behind, um, who was his, Ricky Stenhouse. And he pushed him really well to the front. And then the yellows came out. So that ruined it. Just when I thought it was going to be the <laughs> last lap. So I thought, right, Kyle's tactic is to push Stenhouse, get the one-two, then come around turn four, out the slipstream, sign draft and win the race. But behind them was this big crash that wiped them all out. And then uh, some had to then stopped for fuel because someone had low on fuel. That was another aspect was building up all the tension. Uh, so then the next reset, in fact, before that crash, the the, the um the, who was it? The, the the Chevrolets had come past. Who were the two Chevrolets coming through? Um, oh, Kyle Petty, not Kyle Petty, the other Kyle. Oh, Kyle Busch, that's right. Left a Chevy child. So they were all in pairs: Fords, pairs, Chevy pairs. His next crash left them all on their own. They all lost their partners in the pit stops and reshuffles. But uh, uh, Larson tried to get by um, Stenhouse, but got left because if you notice, two lanes all the time going faster. And when you pull out to overtake, you have to have someone to go with you. But Lugano had no Chevy teammates near him. So nobody went with him. He's in the middle now. And you just drop backwards, <laughs> like the two lanes each side. And as he dropped backwards, it caused people to back up and someone into the back of um, Travis Pastrana. It was another fantastic story to tell him. Anyway, Pastrana got put sideways, hit Carl Larson in the wall, chaos, (laughs) Larson out, more crashes. Um, Yeah, Pastrana, you know, doing a one-off. You know, he's this stunt driver, rally driver, you know, a a superhero on the Ken Block-style character. you, You know his name and so many other people do. And he just loves, he gets so excited. One of his best things, if you go for crashing in Pastrana, he rolled a Subaru in a rally about 20 years ago on his earliest things. He had an open face helmet. He, and he, on the outside, it rolled about 10 times, you know, real high. And he's going, wow, man, man, wow, man. And when it stopped, when it stopped, <laughs> he said, hey, man, wow, what a ride, man, what a ride, you know. <laughs> so
1: anyway. That, that reminds Sam. me, I know you're digressing, I'm digressing uh, as well, but it reminds me uh, of Steve who is a guy, a very famous auto journalist in the UK, good driver. I was at brand Hatch with him, Steve, a very
0: good driver. He was in... He, please help me out. You
1: <laughs> must remember this name.
0: Not Steve Copley. This is me that forgets names at my age, not you.
1: Oh, my goodness. Stutcliffe. Sutcliffe, of course. Oh, Stutcliffe. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very good driver. Reminds me of him when he was in a jag with um, uh, Formula One driver... And they were doing a, a lap. And the Former One driver, I can't remember if it was, Italian guy, was braking so no, late. That was... He rolled the car. And Steve, yeah. Sutty saw it coming. And he and and he was so calm the whole way. It was all recorded. That was the Brazilian,
0: Brazilian. It Brazilian was driver. Brazilian. Was...
1: And he was so calm. I've never seen anyone so calm after a crash. He just said, we're not going to make this corner. And, uh, <laughs> and he was so right. And he rolled the car. And he said, are you OK? Said, yeah, OK.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Back to now. <laughs> anyway, back to the last lap now. So Travis, <laughs> Travis was about to get a top five finish or top six. They in the From 40th on the grid. Uh, but at the end of the end, Ricky Stenhouse, so when that crash went, was when they were on, they just taken the white flag when that next crash happened. So then the yellows go out. And unfortunately, the, for the last half lap, they weren't racing. So the yellows go on. The, the positions are frozen. They go back and look at all the evidence as to who was leading when the yellows went on. And it was Ricky Stenhouse. And his Chevrolet, up from 31st on the grid. This is the thing about NASCAR, you know, you can come from nowhere. Um, Joe Legado, second in his Ford, and Christopher Bell, third for Toyota. But um, I'm going to cough. How do I cover my microphone? I need to cough. <coughs> How bad was that? No, was all right.
1: I've muted you. Oh, do you know what? That's a bit of peace and quiet, actually. You're muted now. That's really good. And it was an Italian. It was Antonio Pizzonia.
0: Hang on, now I can't unmute you. I'm sorry, listeners. I
1: can't.
0: Ryan muted myself. I've unmuted. So it, now,
1: it wasn't, wasn't the most
0: exciting day. It wasn't the most exciting day, turn day- 500. But uh, as always, the end's exciting. But there wasn't enough really going on in the build-up to make it that exciting. It's always quite fun. The pit stops are good because the the Fords all gang up to go off at the same time. Because then when they leave the pits, they get back up the speed of the pack. And the same with Chevrolet. So it was quite fun watching that when they came to the pit stops. So they fuel. do that even if they're not in the same team? Yeah, yeah. Along with Chevrolet, yeah, the manufacturers. So there's, there's you know, wow. most of Chevrolet. And there's only about nine Toyotas and then about 20 Ford's and 20 um, things. But yeah, they're trying to gang. the trouble is when it's going two by two, which it was for all the early sections, you can't get – you've got to somehow get yourself into the lower lane. You can't pit if you're in the high lane. So some manufacturers, they got left of the high lane, had to pit with the Fords when they were a Chevrolet, or had to pit with the Toyotas. So it was quite a spectacle when you see, you know, 15 cars all peeling off at the same time. Um, so that's when there's no yellow flags, you know, so they, you can't pit under green on your own because you you'd never pick up the slipstream again. So they have to plan that everyone pits together. So then you come out as a pack so you can get yourselves back up to speed. There's a lot to it, a lot of strategy in NASCAR, which makes it complicated, but... Uh, but it's now every week. It's NASCAR to watch. God. So, it's, um, what are, other race? other race in other single seater. Yeah, the 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 Middle East uh, Championships, the, the young people's the younger championships. Younger people. Yeah. Uh, finished at Yas Marina. Uh, the Formula Four UAE Championship was a, a building up, as we said last week, there were about three drivers that could win it. Uh, it was actually won in a, in the last race crash, but uh, it was actually Aussie James Wharton. Um, one of the Ferrari Academy boys, he's taken the championship, he won the first two races. And then his only really challenger by then was that Finnish kid, both another Ferrari Academy, Tuka Taporen. And uh, he had two second places, but the gap was still, was quite big by then. I think Water was going to win, but they went off together on the first lap. A lot of this I saw, you know, the, a lot of the <laughs> racing, there was uh, these circuits. I mean, so many drivers just shooting off, you know, not lifting the struggle, well, can. coming back in. Anyway, these two clashed, trying to get back on the track. <laughs> they both ran wide, and they both tripped each other up. I don't know who was to blame, but they're both out of the spot. So, Water won the championship. Uh, Yuga Chukwu uh, won the final race to finish third of the championship. Uh, the best Brits Ravid Arvid in fifth, and young Will McIntyre in 14th. Quite a rookie, Will, so he did really well. So, that was the Formula Fours, the Formula Regional Middle East, Uh, As we knew pretty much last week, uh, Andrea Kimi Antonelli, the Mercedes protégé, wrapped up the title quite easily. Um, But the Briton, Taylor Barnard, came through to second in the championship. He's a Nika Rosberg protégé. So... All good in the uh, Middle East. That's all over. They'll now come back and do their various different championships all over the world. But they've all so any
1: there. any stars of the future there? Do you think you predict after watching that? Well, yeah, those names.
0: That? Well, that's that, That's the point. That's really why you know I've been picking this up and talking about it because these are the names. These are the kids that yep. you know will probably be the most likely ones to get through. And it goes back to the, you know, the W, the women. You know, we we brought this up before that of the eighty-two young people in in Middle East and, and down in New Zealand. Uh, you know only about 10 of them 80 were women and none of them featured in the top 6 I don't think of any championship and it's until they do you know we're not going to get a woman to be a Grand Prix driver this is where you have to start and in fact even I was shocked because this last weekend I saw this advert for the WSK Super Masters Karting Series down in Italy it was just one round I don't know how many rounds they have in a year and there were no fewer than 360 carters going karting last weekend to begin their career this is where you have to begin with your parents paying the money or your, or your Faber or your local builder 360 of four different categories and again i, th- I looked through the whole list was a whole list of 360 names in the entry list there are only i reckon a dozen names that were vaguely female well, i could be wrong you know some names were italian and you know different translations but i reckon of the 360 Carters doing that uh, supermaster Masters series, there's only about wow. a dozen A dozen girls, you know, they didn't feature anywhere in the top five of any of the championships. So until you see a female name winning that, you know, that level, that's where you have to be if you want to be a Grand Prix driver in, in six years' time. You're the wrong person to ask, so
1: this is more a rhetorical question, but can... <laughs> a top driver come from sim racing only? And I know it's happened a couple of times before, um, but because ca- karting is so expensive, so expensive. <laughs> Any motor racing is, but can, can will we see a, a,
0: a top driver through sim racing again? They'll always, be, they'll always be struggling. They could be very naturally talented. There are some brilliant drivers that could well be as good as, you know, at the center Lewis mm-hmm. Hamilton. Um, but you know, if you jump off the sim into a real car, you're still struggling to have that sort of seat time, that racing experience, and it makes such a know, difference, if, doesn't it? It really Well, does. yeah. So you know, there's been one. Who was the kid that won the very first PlayStation? The, the Dutch guy. Yeah. Yeah, And he was well, English guy with a Dutch name. What was his name? And he was really, really good, but just not quite, quite good enough to, to you know, get the grade. I and mean, we had Toyota bunch I think it was a Honda, and he, he got a long way, but. um Yes, I'm certain. You but can't, the point you is, can't beat C-car time. Gotta, and it's just that race craft as well
1: yeah. that you probably don't get with the sim racing. I don't know. Maybe you do. But uh, maybe we'll get a female
0: come from there. I don't know. Who knows? But they've still got it. Well, it's disappointing. Where do, disappointing. They, go where do yeah. they go? They go straight Absolutely. to Formula 4, UK, or, you know. Uh, anyway, a 360 carters down in Italy. With a very small percentage of
1: females, which is a, a big shame. There's, of course, Vicky um, Peria, our own Vicky Peria, she um, started off in karting in Italy as well, but um, yeah, W series.
0: Uh, that's it, really, for this week. Um, that's it. In fact, in fact, interesting thinking about it. the James Wharton, the Aussie kid I've just mentioned that's now a Ferrari Academy driver. He actually left Australia when he was about fifteen, I think, and came to Europe and did that WSC Kart Master series. I think he won one of the categories. I think he won the OK. So that was his ladder out of Australia. In the old days, he'd come from Australia to do Formula 4 or Formula 4. But he'd actually left Australia at age 15 or 14, I'm not quite sure, and did that WSK Supermasters and only did cars last year. It was his first year doing Formula 4 in Italy. And now he's out winning Formula 4. So that's, it's, you know, it's those categories where you just win and win and win. They're the ones that get you into the Ferrari Academy, and the Red Bull Academy, and the Mercedes Academy. And uh, he's certainly named James Wharton to Kataponen. Yugo Yukachuku and Kimi Antonelli and Taylor <laughs> Barnard. Very, very good. Names. Very There's good names.
1: pronunciation. Right, I've got a name for you, Dr. John Gaffin. Uh, what did you think of those photos I sent you of what's the best car that you've driven, sports car that you've driven? What is the
0: best well, sports car of all, all time? Porsche, Porsche 962s. Although yeah. I've got a romantic feeling for my Lamborghini Countach Group C car, which I raced. I'm the only person who raced it. Raced it once at Kyle Army. So um, I yeah, never pictures. knew that.
1: That's that's. Oh, a, yeah. i, I got to read your book one day, haven't I? <laughs> but um, what, uh, so did you appreciate those lovely photos?
0: Yes, all memories wonderful, wonderful. Good. Yeah,
1: 1989. Really good. So, uh, um, so for, for, if you're listening and thinking what on earth is going on about, so second series of the TV show goes live pretty soon, I think in Japan in March, and then it will follow in different countries. And one of the items is poor. Uh, Tiff goes back uh, back in time and drives a Group C Porsche. Well, uh, you see for yourself, hopefully, wherever you are in the world, which is quite a nice one. We needed to get some footage of a few different cars. It's so hard to get these things, but uh, uh, John Gaffin came up trumps with a Porsche GB-sponsored car, wasn't it, Tiff? What yeah, Porsche that? cars, great. Britain with Derek Bell. Me and Derek Bell. World Championship 1989. Lovely. Good stuff. Uh, next week. So we're going to see a little bit of more testing in Bahrain. I don't know. They're going to
0: sandbag a little bit, hold their cards a little bit closer to their chest, no doubt. they but- <laughs> yeah, never. So frustrating, those test days. What tires? you what? How much fuel? It's, it's always. I still think you can get a general feeling especially by who does the most laps. You know you know who's in a good place, so they do lots of laps and, you know, don't... Uh, yeah, but you say that, instant. but you can say that, it's, you can look at it both ways, because if you're doing lots of laps,
1: you haven't got it right, so you're worried, so you want to get more laps in <laughs> as well. So it's because it's true. It, it works both ways. I think we'll see maybe who's porpoising the most, whose head's going up and down the most. <laughs>
0: They shouldn't uh, be this now. They've raised their skirts by fifteen millimeters or something. The new regulations. Will we see if that massive penalty
1: for Red Bull last year will take any Mm. effect in the coming weeks with the wind lack of wind tunnel testing?
0: No, probably not. Count.
1: Formularies head to South Africa to Cape Town in
0: South Africa. Yeah, Cape Town. Interesting. I'll be watching. See what, I don't know what sort of circuit it is, how silly tight it is. I imagine it's quite silly tight if they built one somewhere. They would say they say city centre, don't they? But it's never city centre. It's usually the Docklands or the, yeah, or the local Yeah, maybe be around park. the waterfront or something. It's probably, yeah. Docklands. Yeah. yeah, World Superbikes kicker. First bike championship begins then Australia. A wonderful Phillip Island track. Um, world super, maybe always we'll say watch out. I think it's on all sorts of platforms, Eurosport, because it's in the middle of the night here. So, uh, on Saturday evening, check out where you can maybe record it or get up in the middle of the night. World Super, that's always great racing, actually fantastic. So, now we've got we've got um, uh, top reg, Yugu and yep. Jonathan Ray coming back to see if they can take the title back again off Alvaro Bautista. Uh, lots of British riders. We already have Scott Redding out there. Uh, there is Jonathan Ray and Bradley Ray, who won the British Championship last year. He's just starting world championship. So lots of British interest, world superbikes. And then of course there's always NASCAR, Fontana, the two-mile oval this weekend. Where's so, Fontana? Um,
1: My American jockey is actually good, but I don't know where Fontana California. is. California. No it's California. It is, isn't?
0: It's, it, okay. They don't run restrictor plates. Because one of the things about Daytona, it's a restrictor place race. So these bigger, wider, high bank, they actually take instead of having 800 horsepower they've only got 600 horsepower they, they don't allow them to have the full engine they have a little air restrictor I think Fontana actually they don't have to have the air restrictor so it should be more more overtaking good stuff and finally
1: a little bit of homework for you and our viewers and listeners um, do some homework and, and have a, a work out who's going to be winning the Formula one season this year so um, we need some predictions how are we going to work so? that out wow well, predictions then just a simple prediction finger in the air if you want get a dark <laughs> we'll, board and we'll
0: throw, be, we'll be saying, throw we'll be looking back so after the three days testing um, <laughs> nothing really told us anything because nobody knew who was on what tires or who was wearing how much weight and the worst thing with the tires is that the Pirelli tend to introduce those um, test tires don't they so there's, there's, there's a normal soft medium hard and then there's a test tire and of course there's three different medium compounds and three different soft compounds and three different so you never really know but um,
1: Okay, and we'll awesome. okay, let's have a bet next week. We'll give our top three predictions and, and the loser has to take the other one to the pub. All
0: right. Who's Deal? gonna set regardless of weight, <laughs> tires, anything, <laughs> who is gonna set the fastest time over the three days? Uh, I'll tell you
1: this. I know the answer already. Carlos Sainz. I know the answer.
0: What's your Ferrari answer? did quite well last. Ferrari were impressive. I think last year Ferrari were out front. I think Red Bull what's and your, Sandbag, so were Mercedes. Your, yeah.
1: What do you, what's your answer then?
0: George
1: Russell. George Russell.
0: George oh. Russell.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad shout actually. Okay, so the for? loser of that, Science. Carlos yeah. or George, the loser takes everyone to the pub. Deal. <laughs> I want. I well, don't. If oh, I if I win, wait. I
0: don't just want a pint. I want five <clears> chips as well. You just said, takes me to the pub. There was no element of buying at all. You said, I'll take you. Fine, I'll drop you off outside the door. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. On that, Cheers, everyone. On that note,
1: see you next week. Cheers, guys. Bye.